Do you feel like you're being held back in your nursing career due to the pervasive myths about what nurses can and can't do, what they're capable of, and what nurses actually can accomplish in the course of their career? I want to talk about those myths and how we're sometimes blind to the depth and breadth of our profession. Let's change the calculus of that situation, shall we? And we're going to do it right here on episode 51 of The Nurse Keith Show. everybody. What's up? And thanks for being back here with me on the Nurse Keith Show. This is episode 51. The show notes can be found at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 51. Thanks for being part of the Nurse Keith Nation. And as always, 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 this podcast is all about you, your nursing career, and I'd like to inspire you, educate you, and give you some ideas for how to get things moving. If you don't want them to move, that's just fine. You can still listen. But if you want to get things moving, there's some ideas here to make that happen. We had over 15,000 downloads in 2015. We're going to be well beyond that in 2016, thanks to you, the listening audience. We're definitely reaching six continents and many, many, many more countries as the months go by. I'm a member, as always, of the ProMed Network of Healthcare Podcasters over at ProMedNetwork.com and the good old Pulse Media Network of Nurse Podcasters along with Kevin Ross of The Innovative Nurse Show, Elizabeth Scala of Your Next Shift, and the venerable RNFM Radio, where I am co-founder and co-host with the aforementioned Kevin Ross and Elizabeth Scala. Of course, you can always find The Nurse Keith Show on iTunes, and if you leave a wee review over there, it really helps other people find the show. I want to read another review here from Room RN. that's R-H-E-U-M-R-N. And Room RN says, there is so much value in this podcast. The time Keith has spent in finding and distilling content for us is very much appreciated. As a busy nurse, I could not have gone out and retrieved this level of quantity, quality, and such valuable information myself. So thank you, Keith. And thank you too, Room RN. It's so nice of you to take the time to leave a review. It really does help other people find the podcast. And it gives me a little warm and fuzzy feeling to know that you've taken the time to say something nice about me. But even if you want to say something not so nice about me, please leave a review. One star to five stars. Criticisms, complaints, comments, everything is welcome. So please do that for me if you can. As always, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, LinkedIn, etc. I would love for you to reach out to me on any of those platforms. And again, the show notes for this episode are at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 51. So... I want to say, before we dig in today's topic, that this episode of the Nurse Keith Show is sponsored by American Sentinel University, my friends up there in the Denver metropolitan area. American Sentinel is a leading online university accredited by the Distance Education Accrediting Commission, and they offer a very impressive array of online degree programs for nurses and other healthcare professionals. I'm so grateful to my friends at American Sentinel for their generous support. And if you go over to americansentinel.edu, forward slash Nurse Keith. You can learn more and chat with one of their professionals about what they offer over at American Sentinel. Okay, folks, so let's dig into today's topic, shall we?
So if you stop anyone in the street, just your average citizen, civilian, ask them what a nurse does, and I bet you most of the people who you ask will say that a nurse is someone who takes care of sick people in a hospital. Now, some members of the public may know more about the breadth and depth of nursing, but many people will tell you that nurses work in hospitals. And yes, a large percentage, I think a majority of nurses in America still work in hospitals, but that is changing and will continue to change over time. And what I want to say here is that nurses are now engaging in a, what I like to say, a dizzying array of roles and facilities and milieus, including places outside of mainstream healthcare altogether. And I talk to nurses from around the country all the time, almost every day. And even though some of them I talk to feel pretty burnt out by mainstream healthcare and by bedside nursing, many of them, I have to say, they're shy or reticent to try anything out of acute care because one, they're afraid their skills are going to get rusty. And they also feel like they won't be a quote unquote real nurse anymore if they leave the bedside. So let's break this down. Let's unpack it a little bit. If you move into telephonic case management, for instance, you are going to lose, admittedly, some of your quote-unquote hard skills. So your IV skills, your venipuncture skills might get a little rusty. You might not be as up-to-date on particular things that are happening in acute care. But for one, if you decide to go back to acute care at some point, Couldn't you take a refresher course and pick those skills up again? I mean, drawing blood is kind of like riding a bicycle. I mean, some of the materials might change. Some of the best practices might change. But the basic notion of how to, for instance, care for a central line, draw blood or start an IV, haven't really changed over the years very much. And if push came to shove and you went back to acute care, you could probably get up to speed pretty quickly. Now, some nurses are so afraid of losing their skills They hold themselves back from trying anything outside of what they would normally consider real nursing. And sure, you can stay in acute care forever, but it might break your body down. You might get really burnt out. Or maybe you just need something new. You need a new challenge. And it might be what I like to say is a calculated risk to move out of acute care into something new. And if you think you're really burnt on acute care, you're burnt on bedside nursing, and you want to do something else for the rest of your career, Does it really matter if you lose some of those skills? Because you know what? You may not need them anymore anyway. So I'm not dissing those really hard skills that are so important for all the skilled nurses out there. But if your career is changing, if the places you want to go are different than the places you wanted to go 20 years ago or even 10 years ago or five years ago, it's not a bad thing to necessarily change horses and try something else. And like I said, if you need to refresh some of those skills, it can be done. Now let's move on to this question of what real nursing is and what real nursing isn't. I like to say, and I say in the show notes, that this is a cultural form of brainwashing and what George Orwell used to call groupthink. And it leads many nurses to thinking that they need to stay in jobs they're really, really tired of. And even though they want something new, they don't make the change, like I said before. So here's some examples. What's wrong? with becoming a telephonic case manager if you really like it, if you like that kind of work that you can actually do from home with a laptop, calling insurance subscribers who need their chronic health conditions managed from afar. If you're a career coach and a freelance writer like me, are you still a nurse? So let's say you get elected to Congress and there are nurses in Congress. 
And those nurses who are serving as members of Congress or senators, are they still nurses even though they're not practicing anymore? Think about that. And if someone is a nurse researcher, they have a PhD or a DNP, and they're working in academia, and they're doing research to forward the nursing profession and really bring evidence-based practice to bear, are they still a nurse? Is someone who moves into a position that's more executive level, and they're a chief nursing officer of a hospital, but they're no longer at the bedside, they're not delivering direct care, are they still a nurse? So yes, we've forever defined nursing as the delivery of direct patient care, and many of us still do. The media does, a lot of the public does, and a lot of nurses still do too. However, I just want to point out, just saying, direct patient care isn't the only way to serve as a nurse. So it's a really multifaceted profession now. There are lots of paths to fulfillment, lots of nurses who are moving into other frontiers where no nurse has gone before. And it's perfectly okay to do that. And it's perfectly okay to move back and forth between the two, from direct care to out of the mainstream and back, though admittedly, those journeys can be a little challenging. So I've talked about nurse entrepreneurs before here, and if you go to RNFM Radio, you'll hear a lot about nurse entrepreneurship. So there's lots of nurse business people out there forging lots of paths. I've met nurse inventors. I've met nurse filmmakers. There are legal nurse consultants. I've met nurse life care planners, which is a really cool forensic type of nursing. There's nurse consultants, and a lot of them don't work in the clinical space anymore, but I still get from them that they're nurses through and through. They are dyed in the wool, and their nurseness is what makes them special in whatever it is they're pursuing right now. Think about this. What is nursing? Is it a set of skills? Is it a way of thinking? Is it a task-based system of things that you do from point A to point Z? Or, as I like to say, is it an ocean of possibility where there are nurses who do that classic work of direct patient care, and we need those nurses really badly, we really do, and others like me, who are kind of outside the box or maybe don't even see the box at all, coloring outside the lines completely. So I think nurses have an esteem problem. I hear lots of nurses out there saying, oh, I'm just a nurse, or I just have an ADN, or I just have a BSN, or I'm just a staff nurse. There are some groups of nurses out there who I think sometimes really have lower self-esteem because other nurses diss them so much, and school nurses really come to mind. I've actually heard nurses say, oh, school nursing, that's not really real nursing. What do they do? They just, you know, wipe bloody noses and give aspirin when a student has a bloody nose or isn't feeling well or has a cold. And you know what? There are kids out there now who've been mainstreamed into regular educational milieus, and they have G-tubes, they have vents, they have complicated medication regimens. There's kids out there who really need skilled school nurses to take care of them. And those ICU nurses out there who think school nursing isn't really real nursing, They might want to spend a day or two in the shoes of a school nurse who manages multiple complicated students at multiple schools throughout one single day. And they'll see that school nursing is actually quite a specialty. So we want to honor what it is different nurses do, whether it's clinical or not. And we want to see all nursing as real. There's no type of nursing that's more real or authentic than another. So we need to expand our vision and understanding of what a nurse truly is. And if you can expand that understanding, you might expand your vision of what's possible for you. 
it might help you to feel a little less limited or maybe a lot less limited by what's happening in your career and where you want to go. We need to accept deeply and forever that, yes, we need OR nurses, we need ER, ICU, and flight nurses, and people who keep those top-notch skills going in the acute care arena, but we need nurses who do other things. We need nurse case managers. We need people who are out there doing hospice. We need people who are out there being career coaches and nurse podcasters. We need them all to make nursing as rich as possible. So if you think about it, is there something you want to do that's kind of outside the box? Something that you have thought isn't real nursing? So if you had an offer to do something that's a little bit outside the mainstream, would you pass it up if it challenged your definition of what it means to be a nurse? Would you pass it up because it wouldn't fit with your self-definition? So if you're limiting yourself that way, or if your colleagues are limiting you in that way, you need to think about that. So we need to take off our blinders. We all wear blinders. Some of you in the UK would say blinkers instead of blinders. And we need to unyoke ourselves from that very, very narrow definition of our nurseness and embrace a much broader definition. So I want to take a little moment here to again bring your attention to my very generous sponsors, the really good folks over at American Sentinel University. Like I mentioned earlier, it's a fully accredited online university. They offer a variety of courses related to healthcare and nursing. And for you nurses out there, they have RN to BSN and five MSN programs, including informatics, case management, nursing education, nursing management, and infection prevention and control. They also offer an RN to BSN slash MSN program where you can shoot straight for your MSN from the RN. And there's two Doctor of Nursing Practice specializations in education and executive leadership. American Sentinel offers a certificate in infection prevention and control, and this helps you clinicians acquire the knowledge you need to develop best practices for infection prevention and control and bring them back to your workplace. So please go over to americansentinel.edu forward slash nursekeith, get some more information about American Sentinel. You can ask to chat with one of their folks over there, and that will help you make a decision about maybe you need to move forward with a degree, and I would definitely recommend American Sentinel for online nursing education. Anyway, folks, you know, the world is your oyster. I've said it before. I'm going to say it again. The possibilities are enormous. And this narrow viewpoint that we hold of nurses and nursing, we need to shake that off. We need to educate the public, but we also need to educate ourselves, our fellow nurses, and other healthcare professionals that nursing is not what people think it is. It is much bigger. It's fascinating. It's an expanding profession. There are a lot more paths available to you than you've thought before. We need to unshackle ourselves from limitation. I think we impose these limitations on ourselves, and it's not fair to us because there's so much more we can do if we want to. So if you, yes, you, you're listening right now, if you're, let's say, one of those ICU nurses and you've kind of had it, you're really done, or maybe you're a med surge nurse, or maybe you're a telemetry nurse, or maybe you're a NICU nurse and you feel like, you know, I've been doing this for 15, 20, 30 years, or even nine or 10 years, and I need a break. I need to do something different. But the fear of losing your skills is keeping you from jumping to something new. 
What you need to do is think about what are your long-term goals? Would leaving that particular milieu damage your goals for the future? Or would taking on a different opportunity give you a more well-rounded experience and help you to appreciate what it is you actually have? Or add a particular tool to your toolbox that is really irreplaceable and would be invaluable to have experienced? So you really need to think about that, folks. And if you want to run it by me, if you're thinking about doing something a little different and you're not quite sure how to go about it or if you really should go about it at all, hit me up, email me, keith at nursekeith.com. We can have a chat, 30 minutes, no charge, no obligation. We can talk about what you're thinking about. So I'd really like to hear from you about that. If you're feeling limited, we need to chat. I really want to thank you for tuning in. I hope this was fun. I hope this was informative, that it brought you something really special, that it brought you things to think about, and that it brought you ideas for doing something a little different, or maybe opened your mind to think, yeah, my view of nursing and the nursing profession is pretty limited. I have had blinders on. I have had that yoke around my neck, and I need to take off that yoke, take off the blinders, and see nursing for what it really is. There's a much bigger horizon. But I think we get caught, we get pigeonholed by other people, we get enculturated by the media and the opinions of others, and it's hard for us to see the nursing forest for the trees. Anyway, folks, The Nurse Keith Show is expertly edited and produced by James Larson of Prowess Management. Social media and promotion are wonderfully handled by the very capable and kind Mark Cappy Spiesen. See what Mark has been doing out there on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Definitely find me on those platforms. And you can appreciate James Larson's work by listening to the high quality of the audio of this podcast. He's doing an awesome job, and I am so thankful to him. Again, post a review on iTunes if you're so moved. Find me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. At Instagram, I am Nurse Keith Coaching. I would love for you to find me there. There's lots of fun stuff going on. So folks, I want you to stay positive. I want you to care for yourself and others. I want you to take inspired action in the interest of your nursing career every day. And tune in again because I will keep trying to make your nursing career feel as fun and satisfying and limitless than you ever imagined. Dig deep, keep in touch, and adios till next time. Music